Welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderson, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, after 125 years, diesel may be dead. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. In 1893, Rudolf Diesel, a student at the Polytechnium in Munich, Germany, attended the lectures of a Karl von Linde, where he learned that steam engines as they then existed were capable of converting under 10% of the energy applied into work. The Carnot cycle promised much more efficiency, and in 1893, after years of work, Diesel published an essay called Theory and Construction of a Rational Heat Motor. Now, it was a flawed work, but by 1895, he better understood the basic concepts of compression ignition. And by 1897, a test engine operated at better than 26% thermal efficiency. A year later, diesel became a millionaire. The engine he invented has powered everything from small cars to airplanes and ships. But in terms of units built, small diesels as commercial power units and vehicle engines made diesel the power plant of choice for billions of people around the world. And it's not hard to see why. With thermal efficiencies in the high 30% range for the very difficult passenger car application and up to 45% for large truck and bus engines and over 50% for large two-stroke marine engines, diesels extract literally the most bang for the fuel buck. And that fuel historically was lower grade, cheaper to refine and lower in cost. Now in North America, gasoline has always been cheap and passenger car diesel engines have never really taken off, despite a major effort by German firms such as Mercedes-Benz and Volkswagen. They're more efficient, yes, but they're also more expensive to build, requiring very close tolerance machining and injection systems and higher durability in everything from the engine block to the crankshaft. And for most people in North America, the extra savings just aren't worth it, with one exception, pickup trucks. There's a mystique about diesel engines and light trucks, a cult-like status that was really ignited by Chrysler's introduction of Cummins straight-six diesels in 1989 Dodge Ram pickups. The Cummins 6BT engine was ridiculous overkill for a light truck application, but they were so popular that it took Chrysler three years to catch up with demand. People love them, primarily for towing capacity in three-quarter and one-ton applications. Over the last decade or so, however, increasing pressures for improved fuel economy from light trucks has led to the introduction of smaller diesels for half-tons. All the big three offered them in three-liter turbocharged form, a straight-six for GM and V6s for Ford and Ram. But in July of 2021, Ford's PowerStroke 3-liter V6 diesel was dropped. And in 2023, Ram will be withdrawing their 3-liter EcoDiesel V6. GM has withdrawn their 2.8-liter Duramax 4-cylinder from Colorado and Canyon pickups. GM's full-size pickups still have a small diesel option for now. But I don't expect it to last long. Why? Well, global political conditions have resulted in the extraordinary situation where pump prices for diesel fuel are substantially higher than gasoline, negating the fuel efficiency benefits of diesel power. And significantly, strict EPA emissions regulations requiring complex aftertreatment involving urea injection and sophisticated computer control of combustion means engines that are expensive to buy, expensive to maintain, and are very expensive to repair when they break. In a word, for light trucks at best, diesel just isn't worth it. And as batteries improve, I expect the same fate to follow with gasoline engines as well. Automotive technology is moving quickly now. Compression ignition is going away in light vehicles, and in a few years, the closest most of us will ever get to a diesel engine is aboard a cruise ship. Well, that's it for this week's episode of End of the Line. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. 
If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.